Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers develop their soft skills and break through the barriers of social anxiety to show up more boldly at work, create awesome friendships, improve their dating and relationships, and build lives that they love. Hello and welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. This is your host, Dylan Reed. On this podcast episode, I want to talk about some great habits that you can develop as an engineer. And we all know that habits are really effective. Habits are something that you definitely want to develop for yourself. It's essentially a way of you want to be taking the best actions that you can to put yourself in the best place possible. But habits are a way of taking those actions and essentially putting them on autopilot. Think of a lot of actions that are really difficult for you right now. It might be eating really healthy. That might be really difficult for you. It might be popping right out of bed when your alarm goes off. It might be going to the gym. Those things might be really difficult for you right now. But when you make something a habit, you essentially put it on autopilot, and it gets to the point where it is just easy. It's just a part of who you are. It's just something that you do, and it's no longer something that comes with all this tension, all this difficulty in terms of how hard it is to do for you. So on this episode, I want to talk about great habits that you can do for yourself as an engineer. How can you support your own engineering career, your own role with habits? Now, we know there are plenty of great habits to develop, things like exercise, flossing, reading, but this video or this podcast rather is specifically about habits that engineers can take on in order to be more effective in their workplace. So the number one habit that I want to talk about in this podcast episode is daily and weekly planning. Now I believe oftentimes people don't put in the effort in terms of, okay, what does it take to plan? Often we just do, 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 but we don't step back. We don't take ourselves out of the day-to-day minutia, the tasks that we're in, and step back and say, okay, what should I be doing? What would be the most effective way to attack my job in general? What would be the most effective way to attack this day? What would be the most effective way to go about making this month effective and awesome? And in doing this daily and weekly planning, we are stepping away from those tasks that we're in right now And we're figuring out, okay, what are the right things to be working on? What's the right way to be working on it? And we can reflect on what we did and we can plan for the future. And I find both these things to be really valuable and really helpful in terms of doing better and better work. It can seem or it can feel like a waste of time and we can avoid or put off doing it. However, give it a shot because I think testing these things You'll find if you do daily and weekly planning that it helps. It makes you better. You have better and better days, and you put out better and better work in doing it. The next would be meditation and body check-ins. So what I mean by this, meditation, I think, overall is just one of the healthiest things that you can do, at least mentally and emotionally. It will help your psychology tremendously which we may not think of as helpful as engineers. But it's so helpful. Meditation and the ability to 
manage your psychology and rather than just being reactive to whatever emotions are coming up for us, we might, you know, get criticized for our work. We might be in the midst of doing something that we're not so certain about. We, we don't know exactly how to do it in the moment. And that can amp up our nervous system. We can get ramped up. We can get really nervous or tense or stressed or low levels of fear. And meditating consistently and body check-ins. So meditation is something that you'd want to do consistently. Maybe committing, I would say at first committing to just something as simple as five minutes a day would be a great way to commit to this long term. And then body check-ins would be more like checking in with yourself in the moment and noticing in a particular moment, oh man, right now I feel really agitated or I feel really stressed or I feel really just, I, I am not ready to, to give my best right here. And when you do check in in that way and when you do recognize what your internal state is, you can make healthy positive changes to flip that. You can go from being oh, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just not high energy right now, and then you can flip it. You can do something right in the moment to get yourself into a more resourceful state. So that is meditations and body check-ins. I think that's a really valuable one for you guys, and I've found that to be valuable in my own life. The next habit I would say would be learning. So, Again, we can get heads down on a project, we can be in our day-to-day, -day. we can just be churning out the work that we're assigned to in the moment, and we can forget that we should be learning and optimizing our skill set, improving our skill set for the long term. This is something, our careers are not just about the projects that we're in right now. It's important to take the time to develop ourselves, develop your skills, learn how to, if there's something you're lacking in or something that you know to get to the next level of your career would be really helpful, take the time to learn that thing. Take the time to learn coding or a new software tool or if you're not great at people skills to learn that or take a Dale Carnegie class. Again, that would be kind of people skills, communication skills, public speaking skills. Find a skill that you know would be really benefit you and take time to deliberately learn that thing. And I use the phrase deliberate practice or deliberate learning deliberately because that's a phrase that comes from a book called Peak where they talk about the most beneficial way, the most effective way to learn, and that would be deliberate practice. In other words, rather than just, oh, I'm going to practice this thing and you might uh, read a book or read a blog post here or there or whatever, it's instead sitting down and figuring out the most effective way, the most positive way to learn this thing in the most quick and effective way possible. The next would be exercising. And again, this might sound like something that, how would this help my engineering career? Why would this help me in my engineering job? And while being in a job can feel, especially a white-collar job like engineering, can feel like just a whole mental exercise, it, it, you, you're never using your physical body, I would challenge that belief because you'll find that the more 
energetic you are in your body, the more that your body feels like it can just last all day and you have energy coming out of your, your physical body, the more you're going to be able to last throughout an eight or a nine or a 10 hour day or whatever you're working. The more that you're going to feel energized and focused, the more that you are going to just be able to be there and be giving your all and be, be again, energized and focused throughout a given day. And if you're new to exercise, I would, again, just say start small. You don't have to do anything crazy. You don't need to be doing an hour of workouts every morning. Rather, just sit down and not sit down, but just go for a walk. (laughs) Do something that's just moving your body. Do something that you genuinely enjoy, whether that's playing basketball or dancing or jump roping Something that you enjoy but that is moving your body and forcing you to, to get your heart rate up or to, to put a little bit of stress on your body in a positive way, that is going to really benefit you over the long term. And again, a lot of these things are, they are not just short term. They're not just going to have positive gains for you over the course of a month or a week or even a year. But they're going to be compounding. If you exercise consistently, not necessarily every day, but just three or four times a week, and you do that consistently for years, you're going to be in so much better of a place than had you not done that. Had you only done it once a week or zero times a week, you're going to be in so much better of a place over the course of just several years or even decades. You're going to be putting yourself in a much better place in terms of your physical health and your ability to show up in a positive way in your engineering career. The next thing that I would like to suggest would be networking. So this is a habit that I believe is effective in terms of your ability to get to know your peers. And I think this has a variety of benefits. For one, frankly, I think the term networking gets a bad rap. And you can, you can actually call it something different in your head if you'd like. Oftentimes, I like to just think of making friends and of learning from other people is kind of my mindset on on networking because I'm not trying to get anything out of anybody. I'm not trying to, this is not a sleazy way of me tricking somebody or of me taking from somebody. I want to give back to other people and I want this to have, I want it to have a mutually beneficial um, effect. I want networking with other people to, I want us both to enjoy that time. I want us both to to have fun with each other. I want us to come away from interactions and be more energized. I think of networking in these terms. I think there are, you know, friendships in the workplace. I think those are awesome. That's one way to, to network in your workplace. And I there are some people who I don't necessarily need like work advice or I don't need to be going back and forth in a work environment, but there are people in my office who I just want to maintain a friendship with or an acquaintance type relationship with, and that's fantastic. And there are people who I would love to learn from, and it's kind of up to them. I can't control them. I, if they don't want to give advice, that's totally fine, but I find a lot of people are totally open and willing to help me, so when I do ask for, hey, what would you do in this particular situation? And these are people who I have gone to multiple times and I trust. In that sort of mentorship role, that is a fantastic relationship as well. 
and giving back to these people and suggesting things when you have things that could help them is a phenomenal way to give back and sort of have a value exchange. So networking is something that I think is a great habit. If you want to build this habit, because this one can sound a little bit less, it's not as clear and as obvious as the habits of meditation and exercise. You know, you know in a particular day if you exercised or if you meditated, but you're not sure if you networked. Well, you can set some metrics for yourself. You can say, okay, did I, did I intentionally reach out to people who I, who I wanted to discuss work things with? You could mark that down, or you could just make a point of every day having a conversation with somebody that would push you a little bit out of, outside of your comfort zone and just making that the habit. But it's up to you. What, what would make a habit, what would be something that you could do every day or just three times a week or whatever that would benefit you in your career. And deciding that for yourself can be really important. The next would be social habits. And this is related to networking, but I think that networking is a little bit more work-related. It's a little bit more how do I do something that's going to be mutually beneficial for, for multiple people in terms of our career success. Social habits are just more, okay, how do I develop myself as a social being? Because what I found in my life is that I had a lot of social anxiety, especially in the workplace, but in plenty of other places. I, my habits in my social life or my, my social skills in general were just not where I wanted them to be. I would get anxious in social situations. I would mute myself. In other words, I would not be showing up fully. I would sort of not smile when I was talking to somebody. I wouldn't go up and introduce myself to somebody if we were both just kind of sitting in the same area, if we were in the break room together. I would just stay quiet. And developing the social habits of like saying hi to the people you're around, of looking them in the eye, of having bigger and bolder gestures, of having open and positive body language. All these social habits are things that you can deconstruct, you can learn, you can put them into practice more and more, and they can become habitual for you. So pick one social habit that you think would be effective for you and put it into place. I think a great one that I started was... Answering the questions, how are you, differently. I love that because I found it's so common that you'll be in the break room or you'll be talking to somebody in your life and they'll just ask, oh, how's the, how are you? How are things going? What's up with you lately? And I would just answer, oh, pretty good. And I think that's actually the default answer for a lot of people. And it's boring. It's not, man, <laughs> that one is not fun. It's not going to really get too much connection between you and other people. You don't need to answer that question directly. You can answer how are you in a variety of ways, but people just want to see, they just want to experience something exciting or something interesting or, or learn more about you. So answering that question in a variety of different ways and answering it in terms of what's true for you right now in the moment, I think is a great way, it's a great thing to work on. It's a great social habit. And the last one, and I think this one is one of the biggest ones that you can have in terms of your engineering job, your engineering career, 
is called Deep Work. And this comes from the great book by Cal Newport of the same name, Deep Work. And I think it's awesome. So <laughs> Deep Work is essentially there's what's called shallow work, which would be doing things that are fairly simple, doing things that you could do while distracted, doing things that somebody who's just directly out of college could do. Deep work is something that pushes your cognitive abilities. Deep work is doing something, focusing on something hard and deeply for an extended period of time. And the more you can develop your muscle to do this, especially in today's day and age where we're constantly bothered with notifications. Our smartphones are always buzzing. We're getting email notifications. Our minds can be so scattered. We're bouncing around from tab to tab. And the ability to, instead of doing that, to just sit and focus on a piece of work for an extended period of time and then taking a break and getting back after it is one of the most rare and valuable things that you can develop in today's day and age in the 21st century where so much of our work is based on your ability to to focus it's we're in the information knowledge business most of us if if you're an engineer you're likely paid for your ability to think hard and think creatively and break down difficult problems Rather than the rather than just plug and chug on something that is just a simple formula, you're paid to come up with unique solutions or paid to come up with paid for your rare and valuable skills. And Cal Newport makes the case in that in his book Deep Work and in his book another great book by Cal Newport is so good they can't ignore you. Those books kind of go hand in hand. He makes the case that the more that you can perform deep work, the more that you can develop rare and valuable skills and demonstrate those in the workplace, the more that you're going to get rare and valuable work and rare and valuable perks. The more that you're going to get high pay and autonomy, the ability to control your own schedule, flexibility. So this is something, you know, if you, if you have any desire for a, a great career, you're going to have to provide great work. That is my belief. So the way to do that is to do deep work, or at least so argues Cal, and I happen to believe in that theory. Great. So that is today's episode, Habits for Engineering. Some great habits you can develop to boost yourself, boost your own skills in your engineering job, and show up better and better, do better and better work. So again, just to recap, we have daily and weekly planning, meditation and body check-ins. We have learning. We have exercising, networking, social habits, and finally, deep work. Hope you enjoyed this episode on Engineer Soft Skills. My name is Dylan Reed, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. Thank you, and have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills to improve your social life, dating life, and career. Again, thank you for listening.